you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly sort of pod Vanguard podcast. I'm Ooh, Atlas. Why did everyone like that? I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm Root Beer. Hey, look, I was getting married. I, I have a wife now. I can finally say, that's my wife! Instead of, oh, where's my wife. fiance <laughs> gone? You know. Borat <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah. My fiance, oh, maybe the dingo ate your baby. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, sorry, sorry for the delays and the the, the chicanery, everyone. It was uh, a, a lot of things to sort through. But we're back, we're alive, um, and today well, we're I've talk- been here the whole time. Okay, he's been here the whole time, like Taylor Swift, and you belong with me. But um, today we're talking about the return of Bushiroad putting just good generic cards in their sets, or the broken common club, as I've referred to it in the past. Yeah. Although I don't think these cards are all that broken. It's just nice to have, like, good cards again. So far, like, set one for DZ looks very promising. Yeah. Um, I know uh, Richard of Nexus Core, our big brother, has uh, put out a video describing his worry about the divine skills on the the Welstra Mm -hmm. thing recently. Um, I have not seen that yet. Could you give us the summary? The summary is basically that it's not game breaking because he's he kept referring to like buddy fight and Pokemon or or these like big once a game skills are supposed to be like a Z move in Pokemon. It's supposed to be a big deal. And then this is just kind of like, oh resources. Cool. Um so somewhat disappointed is the uh general error that I got from that. Okay. Uh, I'll link it in the description if I remember to, or just go on Nexus Core's channel. I think it's their newest video at the time of releasing this. If you're okay, watching most this, people and... think we are Nexus Core most of the time. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Sorry, guys. We're separate. We're, fr- we're we're friends. Don't worry. We don't hate each other. But um, I want to uh, want to take a look at this card because you brought this up on Twitter. Um, specialty Mountain Grill Fire Dragon's Breath Wind. Yeah, so <laughs> this name, <coughs> you know, we kind of got off to a bad start with Divine Z because the TDs are ass. Mm-hmm. But, you know, since then, now that we've gotten into the actual set one reveals, uh, it's actually looking very promising so far. I think Bushiroad has actually printed a decent amount of interesting cards like. Like, none of the reveals have been super disappointing. We haven't seen anything that just says plus 5,000 yet. I know there are going to be the, like, replacement cards that should have been in the TD that are like, when this is discarded, you can put it back in your hand. (laughs) But, like, you know, everyone knows those are, and they should have been in the TDs. But, yeah, uh, let's scroll down and take a look at the skill. Okay, so this is a uh, normal order. It's a grade two. And it's a common. Yeah. So you play it with Energy Blast 2. You look at number of cards on the top deck as the same number of your opponent's open rear guard circle. 
uh, choose a unit equal or less than your Vanguard's grade, call it to rear, shuffle, and then if something was retired by a card effect this turn, you get give the call unit power plus 5,000. Ah, they managed to sneak it in there still. Of course. Look, you should eat too. I mean... <laughs> but yeah, this is like a good card. Right? Like... Yeah. Uh, so, Energy Blast 2 feels like pretty standard. It feels e about equal to, like, a Counter Blast or a Soul Blast, because you get, like, three a turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's slightly under the actual three, which I think is mm -hmm. interesting, that they're not just doing three, six, nine. They're doing twos yeah. and fours. Yeah, which is weird. But yeah, so Energy Blast 2 feels equivalent to, like, a Soul Blast, which puts this on level of something like uh, Frozen Resentments, which I think was a double R. Yes, or like Mythark Habitat, which is free, but also it was it's like a promo, and it's now like twenty dollars because it's a good card. Yeah, and thank God they're like put, doing another print run of those at uh, Springfest mm -hmm. um, as a promo. Which just having more of them out there is good. Um, but yeah, so this is something that like Dragon Empire ostensibly is supposed to be retiring the opponent's stuff. You know, your mm -hmm. mileage may vary based on who you are, like, whatever archetype in there. But Yeah, um, but a decent number of them do. Obviously, the new start deck is based around retiring things. I imagine, like, the actual triple R grade 3 that's in the set will probably do something based around retiring. We'll probably see it next week in the anime. Yeah, so this but, essentially is just a Mythiarch Habitat, sort of, mm -hmm. for... Uh, Dragon Empire, yeah. which is cool. And I like I like that there's this resource now that can, you can't really be prevented from doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. That like, because so, Soul get, gets really, it's really easy to get kind of uh, choked on Soul. Yeah, depending it, who you are. So, it depends. Yeah, obviously, but like, you know, one here, one here, one here, and you're like, uh oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, definitely. Like, Counterblast has been uh, a chokeable resource since the game's beginning. Soul, uh, you know, Dark Zone as a nation in later Dark States mm -hmm. uh, just has an easier time paying for stuff. And then Energy is just this constantly replenishing resource that, yeah, there's yeah. no Energy Charge yet. Which uh, there, there actually is. There is? Uh, they've revealed a few cards that Energy Charge. Uh, I think a lot of the start deck ride lines i'd have to look for the cards but okay. a lot of them have some sort of like or at least the dragon empire one i knew ha no has energy charge where it's like if you didn't call it out or where it's like you could call it out and then if you don't you can like energy charge or something oh i'm gonna have to look for it but also <laughs> the welster order that they reveal definitely energy charges gotcha yeah I, I was mostly just paying attention to the welster itself um because, well, first off, there's a guy at my locals who plays uh, Welstra. That's pretty good. Um, and have a bit of, like, a, you know, a rivalry going on um, where, like, I'll win a week here, he, he wins the next week. But, yeah, Welstra is pretty solid. And kind of, as a deck, I, I think it's sort of underappreciated. Um, mm -hmm. I just don't really see it around a lot. But it's pretty solid. So I, I imagine that seeing this new uh, upgraded form of him and now with like energy as a resource. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'm excited to see how the rest of this set shakes out. We'll, we'll, uh, when does that drop? February 9th in Japan. So that we have a lot. 
Yeah, we, we got a few weeks before we have the um the Yeah, set we're review. not getting it till like May because we're so far behind. Yeah. Here, I more mean on this show when we do the set review. Mm -hmm. Oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, like the grade twos for the ride line are like when it's rode upon by the grade three, you can call it to rear guard circle, and then if you didn't call it, you can energy charge three. Oh, okay. Sure. I wonder what the big energy payoffs are going to be. That's kind of what I'm interested in. Oh yeah the 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 old counter blast three like the pay old... seven energy do something right and you're like yeah yeah right now it's just pay seven energy to draw a card right yeah that seems awful. Um, yeah. Mostly interested in something more or looking for something more interesting than that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's the beginning of an era, right? That they gotta they gotta kind of dip their toes in the pool and then slowly yeah. over time. But... Well, right now it seems like they're just putting <laughs> energy onto things, right? So yes, like right. Like one of the other commons they release is just like on attack. If you have four, or when it attacks a vanguard, if you have four or more units, uh, you can energy blast four to draw a card. All I'm saying is the last card game I played that had an energy mechanic, things got really, really crazy really quick. Which is yeah. what? Magic the Gathering. <laughs> 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 Sometimes you're just casting Emmercruels, man, on uh, turn four, let me tell you. So, like, with the so the energy markers, it kind of looks like the the memory from Digimon, where it's like the ten things. And what do you just have a dice that you move along it, or? Uh, I think there's a little marker. You can just use dice to move along. You also have energy cards you can use to keep track of it. Okay, yeah, not, like if anyone uses the energy cards, they are sociopath. Yeah, one thing I liked about uh, like about Vanguard is that the uh, resources for the most part are. Like you can physically see them being paid. You turn the damage face down. You take the card from under the vanguard and put it in the drop zone. Um, energy feels a little less like that, and I, this is coming from a former Yu-Gi-Oh player, right? Like paying life points didn't feel like anything. You just go minus a thousand and then do your thing on a calculator. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it just feels a little less visceral in that sense. Yeah. This episode got really off track. It was like, all right, broken comments, and back to the energy talk. Sorry, yeah. guys. Uh, so far, to <laughs> oh, yeah, also one annoying thing I have to mention, apparently energy is going to be mandatory. Yeah, it's mandatory. You gotta fucking buy one of those TDs. I will start a an underground counterfeiting ring for the energy markers, just out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would... Like, uh, so, wait, wait, they're not just letting you, like, put a dice on the table saying this is my energy? No. Like, you, have, like you have to use the crest, and you have to use, like, their energy markers. I Wild. hate this so much. Like, there is a lively uh, group of people on tw Twitter who are, like, photoshopping their favorite units as energy markers that you can print out and mm -hmm. stick them to... That, that's yeah. kind of cool. But, you can't proxy the energy counter, but also like the crest itself is mandatory, which did not seem to be the case when it was first revealed. Like people thought that en the energy generator was just going to be optional, but it seems like they're just going to force you to use it, so you have to buy the TDs. Which uh, another point in against the whole like it's for new player thing. Yeah, these TDs are awful. Yeah, and you talked about them in a video recently. Yes, I did. Um, that came out on my wedding day. That was fun. Um, <laughs> the, the the morning of, uh, we went to like I woke up and had to like drop off something mm -hmm. at uh, my wife's room where she was getting ready, 
um, mm-hmm. with her maid of honor. And then I came back and my dad was like, come with me to get eggs. I was like, <laughs> okay. My dad is 70 and has Parkinson's. So you just kind of go along with what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So we're walking down there and I have one earphone in listening to Root Beer talk about this. So. It's also really yeah. funny that we got news about the Yu-Gi-Oh! 2 player set. It's like a week after that. And it looked... From a tutorial perspective, it actually looks decent. They actually teach you like a decent number of interesting concepts mm-hmm. that are not just like normal summon the Hitatsumi giant. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, like it includes things like Cyber Dragon, right? So you have to imagine at some point they're going to get across the idea of like inherit summons. You know, that term that they're not going to talk about that word at all. They're not going to phrase it like that, but you know. Yeah. Like, they're at least going to teach you the concept of how to use a card like Cyber Dragon. Like, there's one point, according to the DZ video that he did showing off the start, uh, the tutorial set where you like summon something with Call of the Haunted and then you X use it as XE's material. So since it doesn't leave the field, Call of the Haunted just kind of sits there. So yeah. then you tribute it off to summon Eldlich. Do you all watch Master Roulette? Yes. No. How does Dazeef keep getting away with it in Master Roulette? I don't know. What he is he doing in Master Roulette? He just pulls Constructed out of like 20 packs. Oh, playing, okay. He gets like the one of the worst sets in the wheel mm. and then just makes it happen. He, yeah. he, he, the dream happens. There's like You're scenes like, on a cutting room floor. The Zeef like, got raw. There's no way yeah. he wins this. Yeah. The <laughs> Zeef got charmers. There's no way he wins this. You said to yourself. Yeah. And then and MBT yet. manages to pull the worst deck you've ever seen in your life. And it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and a deck that also gets hard countered by Zeef's char- shitty charmer deck somehow. It's so sick. Master Roulette is godlike. I think it's time for DZ to take the L. All right. No, um, no, he didn't. No, he can't. He's too good. Yeah. <laughs> He's simply too good. Yeah. Oh my god! If you want to hear more conversations like this, where we talk about just whatever the hell, Patreon.com/slash Nexus at Night. Bonus show every week. <laughs> Sorry, too easy. Got a plug. Um, but yeah, uh, energy blast. Blah blah blah. Um, the I, I referenced uh the broken common club and the, the card I wanted to pull, like I pulled up as an example um, is nurse of broken heart. So back in G era, uh, her effect was GB one. Um, when a card is put into your damage zone, zone, choose one of your vanguards and that unit in this unit, you have plus two K to end the turn. This was used with angel feathers. So for my, uh, for the listeners out there who just started with uh, Overdress, Angel Feather was a clan that specialized on putting things into damage zone and calling them back out. So y- this could snowball fairly quickly, right? You put like it five, also didn't help cards. with the No Seal Grade Three that every time a No Seal entered your damage zone, you could just take another one. Oh yeah, and then put a card. In so zone. yeah, you just kept doing it. And there's some counterblasting involved, but counterblasting is like not real in Angel Feather back in Giera. Yeah, because so you can take the counterblasted card. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you would just like go through like five card, like twenty, like or like seven cards or something. You would put seven cards in your hand. Your Vanguard would be twenty five k, and you're mm-hmm. like, "All right, continue attacking now." It and should be like, noted that this is a fairly passive card, right? It's just like as you continue to do what you do normally, but it's huge. also not right. Yeah, <laughs> because on your turn, you just do the same shit. 
and then, then suddenly this huge. thing is like 80k. Yeah, Youth deck already played a billion stand triggers anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it, pre, it was all very funny. Pre Doctoroid Refros limit, remember that? That was I mean, awful. even after that, it was still yeah. like pretty mm-hmm. annoying. <laughs> so like Bushiroad had had a habit of like releasing cards like this, where they made a big deal to Mayhem the deck. Tiger. What? Mayhem Tiger. Mayhem Tiger. Yeah. Um, and if people want to um, like have memories of a broken common that. Yeah. Makes their deck work, made their deck work. Please put it in the comments because I want. Oh I, wait, why didn't you put Enigmatic Assassin, the one that's still? What the play? fuck? Why didn't I put Enigmatic Assassin? Holy hell! Look, I'm just, I'm just rolling it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's funny. It's funny because, like, Nurse of Broken Heart is very good, but it makes yeah. sense. It's a common because its effect is quite simple. Yeah. Uh, this card, on the other hand, makes so no so. In some card games, they design higher rarity cards by like how complicated the effects are, mm-hmm. which is beca- because of like you know you don't want you know your new players opening a pack, seeing a common, and having like twenty five like twenty lines of text. That's <laughs> probably not a good thing. And then you get cards like this, <laughs> which okay. says so it has this. It's so it's a forerunner, or no, it's not a forerunner. Sorry, it's, it's not a forerunner. Sorry, so it sits in your soul. You can you don't need to play it as your starter. You can just you can just soul charge the thing eventually. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And then if as long as the card uh, went into your damage zone and you have ten or more in your in your soul at the beginning of your attack step, you can call this card to rear, and so, then it gets power plus five. Or if you had fifteen, it gets power plus ten. Uh, again, no, then it, oh, so sorry. it can so get fifteen k total. So it becomes a twenty yeah. k thingy. Yeah, and but, what, and for people wondering what the attack step is, it's I have something that can attack. I pop assassin out. Oh, it's still the beginning of the attack step. I will now attack with yeah. my newly so attack popped step out assassin. Comes before attack declaration. It's so dumb. Yeah, uh, it the was way- invented because they needed to make dimension police actually do their gimmick. And then right. for some reason, they gave this card that timing for some reason. This is the only thing that made Blade Wings <laughs> like a, a a good deck. Because you would run this at four, and your kill turn was popping these out one after the other on top of each other. Um, so you're going 20, 20, 20. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, this is in the era of 5K power triggers. So even if they mm-hmm. took a trigger on damage, it's still hitting. 5K, 5K, 5K. Or you 5K. just had two of them in a column, yeah. and it was like 40K, and you're like... Yeah. No, they were 40K anyways, because you were playing that one card that gave like continuous power. <laughs> you would have to... With oh, if you went into the... Uh, what was the name of that card? Bladewing Tybalt. Uh, no, no, it's not Tybalt. No, 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 no. The one that every time you soul charge a card, you give your front row. Oh, yeah. I, I, what's his face? Um, Demagogue. Demagogue. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the old days, you had Demagogue. Now, eventually, this card was. This card is actually still ridiculous because the real thing that makes this card ridiculous now is that it does not have GB one printed on this card. Mm-hmm. Yes. The previous card we saw at least had a restriction where you had to like stride at some point. This card does not actually have that restriction. Um. So, you know, let's say you have, like, a no-life king or something. Oh, you know, you just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, so no-life king has to put three three uh, rear guards in, meaning that, like, oh, you can't do it twice. Because you can pop this out, that you can do three twice. So you can do no-life king into no-life king into... Now, uh, see, that's Barrow why Magnet. it's limited now, is because before that, yes. you could, like, do it, and then mm-hmm. do it again, and then do it yeah. again, yep. and then do it again. Yeah, and also remember the enigmatic assassins can attack every time you're pulling them out. Yes, um, it's a so, very funny card. Very funny card. It deserves to be limited. Uh, it's although like I miss like Bladewing is my favorite deck of all time. 
I will not really a this, DI guy, but I will say this: it's very funny that if you look at like, like let's if you look at like old old Vanguard, they mm-hmm. weren't really afraid to put starters at like double R or even triple R, mm. especially oh, ones that had powerful effects, like Wingle uh, Brave or Conroe's a double R, and then you had like a ton of rare starters, like a ton. Yeah, right. And then at some point they were like, level zeros should just be commons. Yeah. And they just never thought about that statement ever again. And they just made every level zero common. And so that's how you get things like Refros and this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you get like Broken Common Club with that. But like things like Heart Thumb clones. Those are still double R's. Those are still double double R's. Yeah. Um, But like this and a Heart Thumb clone are not comparable. No, yeah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they made it a level zero or a grade zero is supposed to be like a like a handicap because you're like, oh, it's awkward playing a five k on its own. Like if this was an eight k grade one or a seven k grade one, like, yeah, go home, game over, game over. Because now it's that's really, like another stage of guard. It's just a really weird like choice to make every grade zero like a common at some point mm-hmm. because you look at like Weiss. If you made every level zero and Weiss a common, <laughs> there's so many like <laughs> it would like totally screw up like what cards people actually like want to want to like pay big money for. It's just funny. Like they kind of like have obvious push cards at every level in Weiss. It's weird that the this wasn't like a card that they're like, hey, this is pushed. We should like up this slightly, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a nice thing because it means this isn't like a $60 card. I guess. But it is a very funny card. And like other cards, like the other cards that we can even talk about, like not not very very many of them are even like close in power level to this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like this the is most like, broken of the commons. And this is like in the middle of Giera too, which is funny oh, yeah. to me. And this card didn't see play up until we got, uh, up until uh, really when we started getting the late uh, Bladewing support and nope. started figuring this- out. This got played very quickly because the first thing everyone did with it was just pop it behind Gilderai and have a 50k guard restrict. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. boring, though. That's boring. Yeah. Besides, you could just play a mod and that was cooler. <laughs> so, Mon was so cool. But yeah. it, it, but Dark Regulars wasn't like a powerful deck, I guess, is what I was trying to say. My fault. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Dark, Dark Regulars was pretty middling. Uh, mm-hmm. Up until Blade Wings got everything it needed, mm-hmm. which I took a while. It, it was the first DI deck that wasn't all or nothing. It was kind of like a rope a dope almost, where like, don't die, don't die, don't die, don't die. There's a moment, kill you, you know? <coughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Also, G Guards didn't help the whole situation uh, oh, yeah. with the Gilderai. Yeah, I think that happened with a, a lot of the like Guard Restrict Killer. Things, even though I mean, that was their goal, because Garter Sticks were just like really stupid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Diablo, <laughs> that was the reason. There were so many other scary decks at the time. It's funny that Diablo yeah. is the one that like <laughs> is very memorable. <laughs> yeah, because it was one of the first that just straight up said you couldn't guard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like you can't call anything from hand to guard circle, and they were like, okay, so let's get them from G Zone to guard circle. And yeah. then my biggest complaint about G guards is how uh, poorly split uh, the 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 usefulness of them was. Yes. Yeah, is what it is. 
Boy, I love playing not alt mile Royal Paladin. Yeah, or not Blaster. I think Blaster has the better uh, suite of stuff. Uh, alt mile has good ones too, but because uh, Maron only got five k, I'm trying to remember what the other Blaster G guards did. I could not tell you. I don't know. Um, this this got way off track. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, glad to see uh, Boucherod back in, in form with that. Again. This is not a broken comment, by the way. I think this comment is actually incredibly fair. Yes, it is. It's just a fine card. Yeah. Um, I Which just said Club because it rolls off the tongue nicely. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't think this card's broken at all. No, no, it's not. I think this card, if I saw my opponent playing it, I would think they're up to no good. It's almost like a, like it just kind of takes <laughs> a space, right? Where you're just like, okay, I need to uh, like dig for a specific unit faster. Correct. That is exactly what I would think about playing this card. If I needed a specific unit, I would think about this card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then that's more copies of that unit. If you just need any unit, there's no reason to play this. Because you can just play a unit. Yeah. Um or if there's like I'm surprised there I'm surprised we don't do more with orders where it's like put you know, bind an order from drop zone, blah, blah, blah. Like, Strykea has some stuff with it where it's like, if you have a Blitz order in drop zone, you get extra shields or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't really done much with that yet. I would like to see them do more. Um, Blitz orders feel really weird as far as how late the game has created yeah. them. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a Blitz order archetype next week. Interesting. Yeah. I am cautiously interested yeah like okay i still think it's kind of a dumb decision to make it so you can only play one order per turn i think it hamstrings you in the design department but it also keeps you from doing something stupid because you're like okay this is kind of broken but also you can only play the one so it's not like Mm -hmm. you can go one after the other after the other yeah Um, I think if they wanted you to play more, they should just make orders like do the thing you do in like deck building games, where like you can just play on order this turn. Mm-hmm. Well, so most like order based decks have a way of just cheating out more orders. Yeah, yeah like, it's, like, it's it's like buying market in Dominion. Yeah, because like in Brandgate, they have things where it's putting a, a, a set order there as opposed to playing a, a set order. Oh yeah, yeah there's yeah. a difference. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> So yeah, uh, any anything else to add about this sort of thing? Or no, not particularly. Fine card. Like I said, if my opponent's playing it, I assume they're up to no good. <laughs> that means they're looking for pieces. Yeah, which I don't like. I don't like my opponent to have their pieces. But I I, I bet the prayer dragon one will probably well, have a good time them, right? with this. Yeah, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, what is your uh, favorite broken common that you can remember, either broken or fair or just well-designed? Put it in the comments below, because I'm sure we missed them. <laughs> um, also, fun fact, I scared my wife by going, what the fuck? Uh, on the Enigmatic Assassin. So, <laughs> good job, Atlas. Um, yeah, so, thanks You're everybody for listening. <laughs> what? Where voice. My wife. <laughs> yeah, my wife. Yeah. Don't do that too much. She'll kill you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I like. I just think of John Mulaney, right? Oh, not me. Oh, <laughs> my wife. Yeah, even though he's divorced from that woman now. <laughs> that dr- <laughs> drugs are bad, people. Anyway, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, ten dollar patrons, uh, Darren, Cole, Josh, and Ali. 
our ten dollar patrons, patreon.com slash nexus at night. If you want to get a bonus show every week, uh, or hear the episode early, or if you just want to help support us, that's in the description below. Um, follow us at Nexus at Night on Twitter or wherever the social media is. How about you guys? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. I will be playing lots of Yakuza. <laughs> so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out of it. At least Infinite you wealth soon. <laughs> You can find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter, Instagram, all the places, or my YouTube channel, The Epileptic Comic, um, or my other podcast, At Generation Dan. That's a comedy podcast about generational differences. Um, took a week off for the wedding, but uh, we're starting back up again. So check that out. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.